Welcome to Conversations Like This, a Holy Spirit-filled talk between believers. Open up your hearts to receive the revelations from this conversation and be blessed. Hello, Daniel. Hi, Jemima. I'm so happy to be back here again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So I think some time back, I was reading the scriptures and I came across John chapter 4. And I would like to share it with you. Please go ahead. <laughs> okay. So John chapter 4. This is actually a story about the Samaritan woman yeah. and Jesus' encounter. So it starts from the verse 4. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sika, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. Then the verse 7, when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you what living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never test. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right. When you say you have no husband, the fact is you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is true. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshippers must worship in, in the spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. So fast forward, the disciples came to find the woman there with Jesus. And what happened in the chapter 28 is that the woman left her water jar. The woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Hallelujah. Amen. So the first thing that I realized when I read this scripture was that um, the woman, when, you know, we were not there when this whole situation was 
going on and when you read scripture sometimes we read it in our own as like a storybook we don't really get the feelings and how the conversations went and when i realized when i was reading the script when i was reading the scripture i just realized that the woman was giving jesus cheeky answers yeah <laughs> she was giving jesus cheeky answers like she was literally bored like i'm, I'm a samaritan you're a jew Mm-hmm. Oh, you are coming to ask me for for water? Like you dare not even try that. You and shouldn't even be speaking. You shouldn't even be speaking. <laughs> and so the woman was giving Jesus cheeky answers, like yeah, you and because the things that she was saying, Jesus just said, "Give me water." Then you, you Jews, you said we, we shouldn't worship, you know, on this mountain. We should come to Jerusalem and all that. So the woman was actually giving jesus chicken answers what i realized is that jesus took his time for this woman jesus took his time for this woman one thing i also realized is that when after jesus has spoken to this woman the woman left her water jar mm-hmm. she left her water jar and she ran to the town she just had an encounter with jesus and this applies to many of us believers yeah when we first encounter jesus when we taste and see that god is good mm-hmm. she tasted the gift of god said if you know the gift of god mm-hmm. jesus was a gift to mankind yeah. the savior of the world and she had met or encountered the gift of god she was here coming to fetch water but jesus had living water can you imagine you are you are let's say you are going to the bank for maybe 100 cities and i went out on your way you meet someone that says he can give you one million <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's crazy it's crazy, and it's too good to be true yeah so she had her doubts but then she tasted the gift of what jesus prophesied to her and after she had had that encounter with jesus the thing that she was doing the water that she was going to fetch the you know it represents us clouding ourselves with not necessarily material things but worldly things we our minds are based on worldly things we we want to work we want to do this and that like we we've made ourselves so busy doing all sorts of things which don't matter and this woman was seeking something that was even and let's say it was it wasn't permanent it was temporary but yeah. she encountered god she tasted and saw that the word of god is good mm-hmm. she encountered something that is permanent so she left her water jar mm-hmm. to seek that purpose to seek that thing she has encountered with god hallelujah all right this is, is an interesting part in scripture it's very interesting you see, like you said, we read the story, the story and we feel like it's a story, but forgetting that it's something that really happened. Now, I can say, I can be proven wrong, but I can say that this story in John 4 was not written, was not written, it was not an account that Jesus himself gave. So they had to find a woman and she had to tell them what happened. True, how true. come she met jesus and what happened yeah. so this is not an account jesus is giving this is an account that she is giving and it says that she went in the it was noon when jesus went to sit at the well yeah and she was going at noon in jewish tradition it's not common for people to be fetching especially the ladies to be fetching water at noon yeah. that means that this lady was not associated with the ladies in the town yeah and it could be possibly because she had 
issues. She had issues with her husbands. Five different husbands. That's something. <laughs> and the person she's living with is not her. I was sure she was trolled and backlashed. Yeah. From and the so town. yeah. And so people didn't want to associate with her. Yeah. For you know those guys that she had been with, their 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 real wives were part of the the <laughs> ladies in the town. Yes. So yeah. So there's some there's some radical about her. Yeah. And so she separated herself. And so in that separation, God met her in her separation. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. She went to something that she usually does. Goes at noon to fetch water. And so Jesus met her there. And it's interesting. When Jesus met her, he says, please give me a drink. Obviously, this lady is going to fetch water. Yeah. And he's asking her for a drink. Yeah. He's asking her for a drink. Yeah. So could it be if she was going to the farm, Jesus would have asked for a farm produce. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. like what you've evolved yourself in. Jesus is going to require that thing. True. You get it. Yeah, yeah. To so this lady, what she was looking for that day was water. Yeah. And Jesus is coming and says, "I'll give you water." Wow. And he's like, ah, she's like, like you said, you are going to the bank for hundred dollars. You meet one homeless guy. Yeah. Who's obviously in much need of that hundred dollars than you. Yeah. And he's saying he'll give you a million dollars. Doesn't make sense. You no. don't, do you even have an account in that bank, sir? <laughs> but yeah, you get it. But the, Jesus is asking her, give me water to drink. In other words, give me the hundred dollars. I'll give you one million. Wow. And that sounds like a sketchy deal. Yes. Yeah, yes. That sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Yes, it is. <laughs> so like uh, so yeah, you're saying she's been cheeky with Jesus. She's she's been cheeky with Jesus. You get it. And Jesus' yeah. reply in verse 10 is that if you only knew the gift of God, yeah, if only if you only knew the gift God has for you, yeah, and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. Oof. And she said in verse 11, but say you don't have a rope or a bucket. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, what are the means? Yeah. Sometimes we come to God and God is asking us to have faith and trust in him. Yeah. But then we can't see the means God is going to use. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. Sometimes we're like someone going through a disease, going through a very chronic disease. And you're asking the person to have faith that God can heal you. And the person is saying that no doctor all the doctors have written me off and there's no medicine to cure this disease so how can you do it can i add something it's like abraham abraham god told abraham i'll make you a father of many nations mm-hmm. but he didn't have a son he was past his wife was past child's okay, yeah. age he was way old and god mm-hmm. is saying that i'll make you the father of many nations yeah exactly you know and so usually we want to come to we want to see something before we believe and God is saying that, yeah, if you knew the gift of God, if you knew who is speaking to you, you would ask me, rather. And so it's as a result of our ignorance. True. It's as a result of our ignorance. There are some things not even unbelievers. There are some things believers can't trust God for because we are ignorant of it. Yeah. Because we are ignorant of it. So it's like Jesus is saying that if you really knew who I was, if you knew who I was, and so you realize that much of what we can receive from God is a representation of what we know Him to be, a wow. revelation of Him. Yeah. yeah, quite recently, I was thinking that I have to do something before I can receive from God. Like I yeah. have to, I have to, I have to 
be a, a giver at church. I have to yeah. really sow a seed or do something before I can receive a blessing from God. Yeah. And God made me understand that what can I give to him that he should pay me? What can I give to him that he should do something for me? He made me understand that if he granted my request based on that action, yeah. he will be validating my manipulation. Yeah. That means that if I want something from God, okay, no, this is the way to go. And so you yeah, pay this amount of money, do this thing, and God will do this for you. Yeah. And he said, if he did those things for me, he'll be validating my, my manipulation. So he yeah. made me understand that he is my father. And even as my earthly father does good things for me, he as my heavenly father would, would rather do much more for me just because he's my father. Just, just because he loves you. Yeah, just because he's good. Okay. He's a good father. You understand? When I had that understanding and I received that God is my father, I don't I I don't I can't do anything for him to owe me or him to repay me. He's my father. I receive the goodness that my father has given to me. I started receiving blessings. <laughs> blessings I had not even prayed for. Thank God. And that was that was him. So it's like the, the, Jesus is telling the woman that if you really knew who I was, if you really knew who I was, you would ask me, Father, for the living water. Yeah. You get it. In verse 15, uh-huh. Jesus explained this living water. In in 13, verse 13, Jesus says, Anyone who drinks this water will soon be thirsty. Speaking of the, the water the woman was coming to receive. Here's the hundred dollars you're talking yeah. about. In verse 14, it says, but those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. Yeah. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, yeah. giving them eternal life. Wow. Yeah. And this is the interesting part. Whew. In verse 15, the woman said, please, sir. The woman said, give, give me this water. water. <laughs> Wow. wow. Then I'll never be thirsty again. I won't have to come here to get water. Amen. 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 This this really from all that you were saying, I, I just got this revelation that the woman knew God. Did mm. she was a Samaritan? She knew God. They worship God. But she didn't know God. Mm. <laughs> it's like you can She this, knew about God. She knew about God. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know God. And this is a picture of some believers. Or let's say most of us. Most of us. <laughs> most of us. We go to church. Mm-hmm. We we are saved, but we don't know God. Mm-hmm. We we do all kinds of things, but we we've not had that encounter. That encounter that will make you live all that like to actually live what you are holding on to, mm-hmm. and actually run with the gospel. That encounter that would want you to know who God is, that you don't even care what the world gives. And, and run to God, that woman had that revelation of God. I think that is what we should crave for. As believers, we should not we should we should not crave that so oh, we should not crave for religion. Mm-hmm. Go to church on Sundays, Mondays get back to our lives and do whatever and come to church and God forgive me. God that shouldn't be our life. We should crave for that encounter that the woman at the well encountered with Jesus she encountered the revelation of God she she knew God but she didn't know God mm-hmm. she encountered the rhema she, she knew the logos but she encountered the rhema of God and with that she she couldn't she couldn't she I'm sure you see in the the road to on the road to Emmaus, the two disciples they were like, was not the Lord with us? Was not our hearts burning? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that woman had the encounter. Mm-hmm. That had That heart burning encounter with with God. She she just knew that this is He. 
and she left everything i'm sure she she was she came to fetch water because that, i'm sure that as you said that's the only time that people are not there mm-hmm. so after that i'm sure people will be there she's maybe a disgraced woman and what have you but then she she could care less about the water mm-hmm she's running with the gospel we need that encounter with god and we need it for ourselves that personal encounter with jesus at the well that personal encounter that personal encounter we need it in our life to know god beyond what we are taught Mm -hmm. to know god beyond what our pastor teaches us to know god the intimacy of the father and to actually walk with him. And let me talk about this. As Jesus was talking about the water, we all know, or some of us know, that water is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is wells up in us. The Holy Spirit is, is, is the life in us. The Holy Spirit. And that is the water that we need. That is the water that is eternal. The Spirit of God. We will never, we will never test. Why? Because the Spirit of God is with us. The Spirit of God is welling up in us to eternal life. The Spirit of God helps us to be righteous. The Spirit of God helps us to be holy. The Spirit of God helps us to please God. Today I was reading Hebrews chapter 11 and it says that an Enoch was known as one that pleased God. And if you read, I think some chapters before, they say that Enoch walked with God. Yeah. How do we know that Enoch was able to please God? Because he walked with God. Once he was able to walk with God, he was able to please God. So Jesus gives uh, Jesus uh, the gift of the Father is the Holy Spirit. When Jesus died and rose again, we got the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, He helps us, He's our helper. He helps us to please God. He walks with us mm-hmm. on this earth. And I believe that is the base for every believer not to be saved but to walk with God, to please God in entirety. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It's an interesting thing that the woman said. This conversation, after the woman said that Jesus should give her the water she had requested, that pleased the demand for something real. Jesus actually gave her the water. And before he said, go and, take, go and get your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jesus knew... <laughs> from the preceding scriptures Jesus knew that the one she's living with is not her husband yeah Jesus knew it's interesting should she have gone to get one of those husbands <laughs> and he said I don't have a husband maybe to put Jesus off yeah so like I, I don't have a husband I don't have anyone to go and get and Jesus says you are right you don't have a husband for you've had five and you aren't even married to the man you are living with now you certainly, you certainly spoke the truth that is an interesting situation. This lady has had five husbands. Sure. And she's living with one guy. And that guy is not even her, her husband. Yeah. She's obviously looking for something she's not getting. True. True. You don't know what it is. Is yeah. it peace? Is it love? She's really she's looking for something True. she's not getting. True. She's looking for something she's True. not getting. And Jesus addressed that issue. Yes. Jesus addressed, and it's it's an interesting thing when we ask for God, He addresses our issues. <laughs> wow. Yeah. When you invite God, He addresses an issue. He never asks of her husband. He only asks of what she was doing when He met her. 
Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. came to fetch water. She came. She was looking. She was looking for water. So he asked for water. Mm-hmm. The moment she asked him, "Give me that living water." Wow. That's when he addressed her issues. You know, Jesus actually gave her the gifts. Yeah. Jesus is the gift, and mm-hmm. he gave her. And the Bible said, "God has given gifts unto men, mm-hmm. prophets, yeah, um, teachers, apostles." Jesus was operating in the prophetic ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when she asked, Jesus stepped in. And it's, it's a picture like he he stands at the door and knock. Yeah. He stands at the door and knock. If you open, he'll come in and dine with you and you'll be with him. Amen. Amen. Yeah. The woman said the, the woman said in verse 19, said the woman said, You must be a prophet. So tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship? While we Samaritans claim it is here at Mount Gerizim, where our ancestors worshipped. This is an interesting thing. <laughs> this man has just operated in the prophetic. And yes. He told you a truth about yourself that he shouldn't have known. Yeah. Now this is not a rumor. You you realize that this guy is a Jew, so he's not from your town. Yeah. It's not a rumor. So, how did he know this? Okay, he must be a prophet. Now it's amazing. If he is a prophet, <laughs> why should your issue be about where to worship? True. Now this is obviously her issue in yes. life. Oh, okay, true. This is obviously her issue in life. Now, you met someone who can tell you this. Okay, so then answer my question. Oh, true, true, true. So then answer my question. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, I understand. Good. The reason why she has been with different, different men is that she's looking for an intimacy Ooh. that she's not getting. She's wow. looking for an intimacy. She has been moving from man to man, man to man, man to man, looking for that intimacy. Yeah. That can only come out of worship. So she's yeah. like, oh, they, do you say worship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so tell me why. Why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship? Why we submit Samaritans claim here is a here at Mount Gerizim where our ancestors worship? And Jesus is answering her question. Say, believe me, dear, time is coming when it will no longer be a matter of where you worship whether on this mountain mm. or in Jerusalem. Yeah. So you Samaritans know very little about the one you worship. Wow. He's addressing her issue. Yeah. You know very little about the one you worship. Mm. While we Jews know all about him. Yeah. For salvation comes through the Jews. This is, but the time is coming. Indeed, here is now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Hallelujah. Father is looking for those who worship him. For God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship, worship in truth. spirit and in truth. Amen. And that was it for the woman. Yes. Wow. In spirit and in truth. So it's not a matter of looking for intimacy in husbands. It's not a matter of, you know, yes, you should think yes. that Jesus will be like, she rebuke her. That why do you, why yes. don't you stay with one man? Why do yeah. you know? But he's addressing the issue. The reason why she's moving from man to man she is that doesn't... she's looking for something real. Yeah. She's yeah. looking for the truth. What is the truth about this? Yeah. Yeah. The only, the intimacy that can only come with worship in the Father. Yeah. And the fact is that God is also looking for that kind of intimacy. <laughs> she gets it. You're not doing God a favor. You're not doing God a favor by Yeah. He also longs for you to have that kind of intimacy with him. That kind of intimacy, that worship with him. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's, it's opening up to the, the interesting God is opening up truth to her. Yeah. The Bible says that when the word became flesh and dwelt among men, 
uh-huh. we held his glory the only begotten the glory of the only begotten of the father uh-huh. full of grace and, and truth okay. so god he's coming and he's exposing truth to her yeah so he's, as he's exposing truth to her they get they, he's getting to know so uh-huh. after that he's like okay after that intimacy he said the woman said in verse 25 yeah. i know the messiah is coming now we know the messiah is coming yeah. okay the one who is called christ when he comes he will explain everything to us this now something she has not caught the man who is sitting in front of you has just explained something so deep <laughs> yes and she's like okay finally we, we are waiting for the messiah we yeah. are waiting for the messiah and he will explain everything i understand this but we are waiting for the messiah yeah and he will explain when he comes he will explain everything to us and jesus told him please please I am one you are looking for. I am here. <laughs> I am the Messiah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. The moment he said that, the Bible said the disciples came. And verse 28 said the woman let her water jar beside the well yeah. and ran back to the village, yeah. telling everyone, Come and see a man who told me everything I ever yeah. did. Could he be possibly the Messiah? So the people came streaming from the village to see him. Yeah. And this is it. In that place where she received that intimacy, sure. it was just she in Jesus. Yeah. Where Jesus addressed her issue. Yeah. Where he touched her heart. Yeah. Where he 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 took away that which was she was con- so much concerned with. That was the word. Yeah. So much concerned with and addressed the issue behind why she even came there in yeah. the first place. And as he has exposed truth to her. And now we're fellowshipping on a spiritual base, not just on a physical base. Yeah. That was the living water that was implanted in here. Wow. The living water didn't wait for someone to fetch it. That living water springs forth. Wow. So the woman couldn't shut up. Yes. Yes. Because she, she has received the truth. The living water made her forget that she she she's shy of the other women in the town. That's why she came. Yeah. So she ran back. The same woman who used to ridicule her, who yeah. she used to shy away. Yeah. She went boldly yeah. to her. That's Hallelujah. the effect of what worship can do. True Hallelujah. worship can do. True worship can do. True worship heals the soul. Yeah. And this is an interesting thing. The very first evangelist that was released on earth was this woman. <laughs> now, the Bible says people came streaming to Jesus. Wow. People came streaming to Jesus. In that place of worship, her evangelistical ministry was initiated. Wow. In that place of worship. In that place of worship get it jesus you know god when before god brings us on earth he has he has a deposit in us and that deposit can only be activated when you come into contact with jesus mm. so you see that peter was a fisherman very skilled fisherman yeah very skilled fisherman but it was not until he had an issue with fish that's when jesus appeared sure oh no he was doing fine as a fisherman yeah growing up as a fisherman he had the ability to fish. You get it? Yeah. But when he had an issue with the fish, that's when Jesus stepped and said, cast onto the other side. Yeah. When he did and came back, he says, I, 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 I'm a sinful man, get away from me. He said, don't worry, Peter. From today, you'll be a fisher of man. The ability, a special ability God placed in Peter was not to fish for fish. <laughs> they had wrongly interpreted it. Ooh. Good. This woman fetched nice water in the in the I mean, she went in the hotness of the day to fetch water. Yeah. Now that was something that not more, uh, much people would do. Yes. It's something that she she had in her hand. No, no, God has placed the ability in her to yeah. be a spring of water. Wow. 
You get it? Yeah. And see how the world had made her shy, made her someone who is not supposed to talk. Yeah. Made her someone who, but Jesus stepped in the midst of her issue. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Through that place of worship, what is embedded in us will come out. Amen. What is embedded in us will come out. Who knew this woman had a voice? Who knew she can she can evangelize and the whole Samaria will come and look for Jesus? Who knew? Who knew? So that means that for us to do our purpose, mm-hmm. for us to walk in our purpose, we have to find it in a place of worship. Yeah. We have to find it in a place of intimacy. Only in a place of intimacy. Can you find your true purpose? Can you find your true purpose? Because our purpose is in God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. I just, when you were talking about the woman, you said she had five husbands. Five is the number of grace. Mm. <laughs> this woman had five husbands. And the, the, as Jesus said, that the water that she was fetching, you know, she would be thirsty mm-hmm. again. So that means that she was thirsty. Is yeah. this a spiritual thing? Mm-hmm. Though physically, Jesus was, you know, talking that, oh, normally when you take this water, you'll be testing it. Jesus was actually talking to her in spiritual mm-hmm. terms that spiritually she was thirsty. Mm-hmm. She was thirsty. She was drinking the water around. The world was given, but she was thirsty. Mm-hmm. That's why she was moving on from, from man, man, to, man to man. Yeah, because she was thirsty. She was, she was someone that was hungry. Mm-hmm. She was hungry for God, but she just didn't know. She didn't have anyone. She didn't know how to have intimacy with the mm-hmm. father. Yeah. And in that place where she was alone, number one, in, in, let's say in, in secret, mm-hmm. because she came to fetch water in the noon. So it was just her alone. Mm-hmm. So in that alone place, we call it the secret place. Mm-hmm. So in that secret place, she met Jesus. Mm-hmm. And she encountered that spring of living water, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. who equipped, who actually lit up the gift that was hidden inside mm-hmm. of her. So for us to walk in our God-given ability, for us to walk in our God-given purpose, we have to go into the secret place, have intimacy with the Father. And this is a two-way affair. This is not me trying to have intimacy, but this is me asking. When she asked Jesus for the water, that was her asking Jesus for intimacy. Mm-hmm. So I, I want this water. I want. She was asking God, I want to be with you. I want to have intimacy with you. How? I'm serious. What you're saying? Is it, well, Jesus told her that in verse 24, verse 23, he said, But the time is coming indeed, and it's here now, when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And he said, The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. In other words, she worshiping on the mountain or she worshiping in Jerusalem. You get it. Yeah. God is not even looking for that kind of worship. No. The worship God is looking for is those who worship in spirit and in truth. Yeah. And so because she asked, the dimension of worship yes. was released onto her. Yeah. Because she asked. So I see like God is looking on uh, looking at who, which of my children want to have intimacy with me. Yeah. Which of my children want to fellowship with me. Yeah. And when he finds someone who is willing to ask for God, who are not, yeah. who's not asking for good church music, yeah. who's not asking for a nice worship time, yeah. who's not asking for oh, no, I, I, the, the, the lights on the stage must be set right, the, 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 the mm. smoke machine must be good, and we yeah. have a nice experience, no, who's actually seeking for Jesus, yeah. looking for Jesus, he says that that's the ones who appear on God's radar, 
or he's looking for those who worship him like that hallelujah amen hallelujah so yeah like he said it's a two-way affair yeah so this just reminded me of um this this an example jesse duplantis so he was you know i think one time he was talking about how he was um ministering and going to places and all that and god said that today don't go anywhere Mm. city i want to talk with you and he was like he was like (laughs) like god i'm ministering i'm doing all stuff but the god said no today i just want to talk to you i just want to have intimacy with you city let's talk let's laugh and and he did that so always he, he didn't understand it at first, but when he did that, he realized that God wants someone to talk to. Mm. God wants someone to be intimate with, though he was ministering, though he was saving lives and all. That wasn't really what God wanted. God just wanted his son mm. so that he can talk with him, so that he can have intimacy, worship him together in truth and in spirit. You having intimate intimacy with God is worship. It's mm. true worship. Yeah. It's true worship. I quite remember one time I had a dream. And in this dream, it's like God appeared in in a form of um, a music, a musician I like so much, I won't mention. But then in the dream, he was there and I came to him and he was he was look at he was seeing a lot of people, like a celebrity, a lot of people. So he was I had to wait. So after that, I wanted to talk to him and I went to use the microphone, you know, and I was trying to talk to him, but then he wasn't hearing. I tried so many things, but I wasn't working. So what happened was I just saw him and it's like he had finished seeing people and he had took off his shirt and he was just sitting on the floor. So I just sat with him and he was telling me about how he was seeing people all day and what have you. And I was telling him about, you know, deep things within me that, you know, this thing is worrying me and that. And when I woke up from the dream, God said, that is me there. That is what I want from um, my relationship with you. I don't, I don't want you to profess your love with me on social media. Yes, you can do that. That's fine. But then I want our personal time. Mm-hmm. I want our personal relationship where you can tell me about everything, anything you are feeling, the deep things in your heart. What you can't tell anyone, you can tell me and we will talk about it. And I can also share with you my deep things, the things that are going on with me. I can also share with you. And this reminded me of Abraham. God said Abraham was his friend. God couldn't go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah without telling Abraham. God wants friendship. God wants intimacy to talk with us and for us to talk with him back. Mm -hmm. And this is true worship. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, Jesus told when I've forgotten who it was, one of the disciples' his father, that the father misses those times by the beach. And I think he's um forgotten who the disciple, but he told him that the Lord, the Father, yeah, the Heavenly Father misses those times. The guy used to sit by the beach. Okay. He met him and said, Jesus told him that the Lord misses those times where he used to sit by the beach. And to the guy, those times he used to sit there and, you know, <laughs> he used to pour out his heart. Yeah. He used to pour out his heart. And it's interesting. Jesus is telling him that God misses those times. God misses those times where he used to pour out your heart. God misses those times where he used to be vulnerable and, and open and, and, and just let everything out. Yeah. Can you let everything out to this, 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 in this generation where venting has become 
yeah. venting on social media, venting to friends, venting yeah. to friends who don't really care. Don't really care. Venting to friends who, after venting to them, they turn their back and and they they turn on you. They they, they tell others about you. Yeah. God wants you to vent to him. Yeah. God wants you to vent to him. God wants you to pour your heart out to him. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, he's someone that actually loves us unconditionally. Yeah. He's someone, that's why he's God. Because you can't find that love on this earth. You can't find that true love there. No man can give you that true love. Or woman can give you that true love. No place can give you that true love that God gives. Yeah. He's the only one that you can be vulnerable with. You can trust that, oh, he will rebuke me. He will correct me. He will help me. He loves me more than even mm-hmm. I myself. And yeah. I can vent to him. I can be vulnerable with him. Okay. Hallelujah. So yeah. this, this, you know, story about the Samaritan woman and Jesus is much more than we see it. Okay. It is much more. She, she actually enjoyed the, the spring, the, the water, the fountain of water. She enjoyed it firsthand. Jesus hadn't even died, but this woman was made an evangelist. Yeah. She enjoyed it firsthand. She enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. So I want to encourage everyone out there that seek the secret place. Seek intimacy with the Father. Seek true worship from the Father. Seek the well, the well of water that never runs dry. And that can only be found in Jesus. It's not about going to church. It's not about, you know, being a prayer warrior. It's not even about reading your Bible sometimes. It's about Jesus and you. It's about you knowing the Father and the Father knowing you. It's about you having little conversations like, God, today my day was so bad, but I know that tomorrow it will be better because I'm working with you. It's about you saying that, God, I want to make this decision, but I don't know how to. Will you help me too? It's about you saying that, oh God, I want to start this. Can you help me too? It's about you saying that, God, what do you want me to do for you? I want to I want to do something beautiful for you. Just like the woman with the alabaster, but I want to do something beautiful for you. How should I do? How should I please? I want to please you. It's about you saying that, God, I want to know that which you have deposited within me before the beginning of the world, that which you have deposited, the gift. I want to know it and I want to walk in it. It's about you saying that, God, I want to know you more. I've heard you from my pastors. I've heard you from people, but I want to know you on an intimate level. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. We must get to know God for ourselves that place of worship that invitation is open to everyone jesus telling the woman that if you knew the gift of god and who was standing before you you'd ask for living water and i want to employ every one of us let's ask for that living water that invitation is not just to the woman the bible says that his words are life they are alive they are living so today that question is is being thrown to you today if you knew who god was if you knew who said those words, if you knew who Jesus really is, you'd ask him for the living water. The woman didn't know Jesus, but she took that, that step of faith to even ask, say, give me that water that I'll never run thirsty again. I would ask to ask that question. Lord, give me that water that I won't get thirsty. Amen. 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 I just want to add this. One thing is for sure, Jesus asked the woman, that, can I get a drink? We realize that the woman never gave her drink to Jesus. 
Jesus didn't literally they didn't need the drink when the disciples came they even asked him to eat something he was like i have food that you don't know about honestly jesus didn't need the drink jesus wanted just wanted to have a conversation with a woman mm-hmm. you know the, sometimes like with the road to Emmaus, jesus was going he acted as if he was going along meanwhile he wanted to stay with them yeah sometimes god acts that way you know just because he wants us around just because he wants to have this intimacy with us so when God comes beckoning on your door, don't keep it locked. Don't keep it shut. When God tries to have a conversation with you, reply. When Jesus, you know, sees you walking on the streets and, you know, he acts as if he is going far, beckon on him to stay. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. He didn't really need the water. Maybe you are someone that... You, you just, you know, you, you are just trying to get to know God or you started. You are, you are getting to know God. And God is saying that there's something you love and God is saying, give it to me. Trust me, he doesn't need it. <laughs> He's just seeking your heart. He's just helping you. He's just having mercy on you. And seeking your heart to heal your heart, to heal your wound. Because he knows that that thing that you have is not permanent and will literally not do anything for you he is the true source of water that we need on this earth and just like how the samaritan woman left everything to me it's as if she left all her possession she left everything to 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 do god's will she she ran with the gospel i pray that we will run with the gospel i pray that we will not be entangled with material things we will not be entangled with things of this world that will not will will not make us satisfied or will not give us will not make us satisfied but will bring us test again we should not be entangled with that i pray for us that we should rather be B, we should rather have this spring of water welling up within us and we should run with the gospel in this end time in this season god is telling you run with the gospel run with the gospel he has a water that is permanent that is that springs up take hold of it and run with it in jesus name amen 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 then please can you share a word of prayer all right Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this conversation. I mean, you even surprised us. The kind of depths in which you you had with this lady at the well. An invitation to everyone that sees this word. Lord, we ask for your living water. We ask for that water that washes, that cleanses, that exposes. We ask for that water. That water that we might never be thirsty again. That water that lets us forget the worldly ambitions that we have for God. Then run after you. Run with the message you have deposited in us. We pray in the name of Jesus. That's when you want to listen, oh God. That water will cleanse them. That water will touch them. That water will fill them. The Holy Spirit will bring and spark up that gift that you have deposited in them. In the name of Jesus. We will run with it. Amen. We will run with it. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Such a wonderful time, Daniel. Yes, indeed it is. Yeah. So catch you next time. Yeah. Bye.